welcome to the We Talk Health podcast, the official podcast for West Tennessee Healthcare. Please be advised that this podcast is not intended to replace any medical advice. Always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing said in this podcast is intended to supersede or supplement the direction of your medical caretakers. If you have any questions, please reach out to us at wetalkhealthpodcast at gmail.com and we will do our best to answer any questions you may have. Welcome to another episode of We Talk Health. My name is Will Cashagro, and we're here again today in Dyersburg, Tennessee at Sports Plus Dyersburg. We are with Joe Beth Cook. She is a speech-language pathologist. We also have Matt Coleman, who's a physical therapist, and Ms. Kathy Sudbury, who is the marketing manager of Sports Plus. How are you all today? Doing very well. Good. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. So today we're going to be talking about LSVT, big and loud. So what exactly is that? That's a lot of letters and words <laughs> that you wouldn't really think that would go together. So what what is that? LSVT, it stands for Lee Silverman Voice Treatment. Okay. And it was developed to target patients with Parkinson's disease. Oh, okay. And as they were moving along, they also created the big... Um, which correlates with physical therapy. Okay. Today, what we're going to be talking about is this is specific for Parkinson patients. Gotcha. Okay. And newly or rec- you know recent diagnosis, or it can be later in the stage of Parkinson's. But sure. we do like to bring them in as early as we can. What we'd like to talk about because with Parkinson's and our therapists will tell you everything starts getting enclosed in their movements their sound is all smaller mm-hmm. and that's why it's called big and loud um, uh, that makes sense. i'm going to let them do a little more detail about why if you have a family member or yourself with parkinson's you really want to start this as joe beth said earlier the lsvt big program has, has been around for a while the voice treatment came on initially and then mm-hmm. the big program came later on um, and it's basically the same thing, the small amplitude of movement and the small amplitude of the voice, the, the response is the same. So the, the movement gets small, the voice gets small. And so trying to calibrate that by the protocol that we have uh, can really increase their movement and improve their mobility. And um, for the loud, for speech, it improves their vocal quality. Some of the patients that we have, they may feel socially isolated or they feel like they don't have a voice anymore. And so they're very quiet. Mm -hmm. They have a very soft voice. Um, So we want to give them that empowerment to live better and and to improve their vocal quality. Because in the past, once you're diagnosed with Parkinson's, there's really no treatment. And that is the beauty of this program. Our people, well, most people don't realize, they had to do a certification in order to even practice this part of therapy because it is so unique Mm -hmm. and it does help. What they're teaching to the patient is almost like they're retraining the brain to think more and it's through therapy with like, for example, on the speech side, Joe Beth would sit down and work with them. You may hear her talking extremely loud, but yet the patient doesn't hear it that way or out of his mouth either. Is that correct, Joe Beth? Yes. With Parkinson's, the mobility, it does get smaller. So they think they're talking in a normal voice. But the rest of the world is hearing a very soft voice. So when we're doing the loud treatment, they feel like they're yelling, but they're producing a normal voice, if that makes 
if yeah. that makes sense. So we're teaching them with that calibration. And yeah, one of the key components is, is recalibrating what they feel. Um, yes. So every day they, they get up and they have an excessive amount of tone. Just, you know, like after you work out, you feel the muscles kind of tighten mm-hmm. up, you know, mm-hmm. that tense feeling. Um, they feel that all the time in that, they call it rigidity. So that tone in their legs and in their arms, really all throughout mm-hmm. their body, mm-hmm. uh, that tone makes their movement smaller than what they feel like they're doing. So in order to take a normal step, they have to mm-hmm. provide a more than normal effort to create a normal step. And so what we work on is that calibration for them to know what it actually takes, how much effort it takes to mm-hmm. take a normal step so that they don't catch their toe or so that they don't fall. Um, and so that calibration is a huge component mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. If I were to have, say, a family member that has Parkinson's, how do I get over to you guys and what's that treatment going to be like? We will receive a doctor referral, a prescription for a speech and PT evaluation and treatment. And what we'll do is we'll get them in. We will assess um, to see if they're appropriate um, for loud for me and for Matt for the big program. The the program is itself, it is high intensity. It's a, a four week, four days for one hour treatment. Um, there's a 30 day homework assignments and there's a 30 day carryover. They'll come in, we do the, the treatment, we work on the calibration and and we follow up. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And, and the goal is to uh, have these patients be able to carry that over to their normal function. So mm-hmm. when they're doing their normal daily activities, that's why we have the carryover tasks mm-hmm. so that each day we're, we're giving them new carryover tasks. So for, for the big part, it would be opening a door. Every time you open a door, I want you to open it big. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, that translates to them being um, having functional improvements. Now, like you said, Parkinson's is a progressive disorder. So we're not going to keep that collectively from getting more difficult over time for them. However, their daily function will definitely improve by calibrating their movement and knowing what a big movement, how much effort it takes to make a normal movement. Mm -hmm. So we can definitely improve that. It is a high intensity program. And Mm -hmm. and typically with any of the research that you read, the most successful programs for Parkinson's disease all include some type of high intensity. Now that intensity looks different for everybody. The big program has, has done some changes. So initially it was all um, they had two seated exercises, and then the rest were standing exercises and, and functional activities. They've now changed that to where there are some, uh, you can do the whole program in sitting or the whole program mm-hmm. laying down. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times we get that. We get mm-hmm. people who are concerned that, you know, hey, this is a high-intensity activity. I'm not going to be able to participate in that. Well, you just answered a question mm-hmm. I was about to ask you. You keep saying high-intensity. To me, I'm thinking aerobics. I'm thinking I've mm-hmm. got to move fast. I've got right. And if I've been diagnosed with it or I've had it for you know a year, I'm thinking mm-hmm. I can't do that. But that's just a clinical term mm-hmm. that has been for you guys, mm-hmm. where high intensity is the term, but for the patient, it's not really high intensity. It's right. just moving a different way or speaking a different way mm-hmm. and trying to teach them that you've got to remember to do this, correct? Absolutely. And I think effort's probably a good word for that. You know, they, they say big effort, you know, have a mm-hmm. big effort, take a big step. You know, for them, that, that may feel, it may look different for everybody. Uh, but it will feel the same as far as a big effort and the intensity of what they're providing as far as an effort. And and with loud, I, I've had a few patients thinking, well, I'm screaming. That's not it. It's it's think loud, speak loud. You're just, just kind of going a little bit more effort, putting a little bit more effort. 
and making sure we have a good vocal quality. Yeah, and, and I get people that are afraid they're going to look strange because some mm-hmm. of the exor- these exercises don't look normal. <laughs> they're not normal movements. No, I can say that. I have seen you guys do this. <laughs> yes. And to see the therapist, you guys are taking these huge, big steps. And I'm thinking, what in the world? And, or like I said, I've heard Joe Beth, you know, scream, it sounds like. But mm-hmm. to that patient, they're not really doing that, even though we're mm-hmm. seeing you do it. It's it's triggering that mind to think big. Mm-hmm. Take that bigger step. Take that bigger speech. But I have seen that, and it does look like I'm like, what are they doing over there? <laughs> but But in the terms of the person with this disease... It is helping that mind to remember to do this. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the goal is to end up in a normal uh, gait pattern. You know, and unfortunately, we have to really work hard to push beyond what's normal to kind of come back to normal. And so um, they have to know what the extremes kind of feel like. But yeah, so um, that's definitely a concern, though. They're, they're mm-hmm. worried that they're going to look strange out in, in public. We're like, no, we want you to look normal. You know, we just and you will know. look normal. It's, it's just in the in our setting. And For go sure. back over how, and I mean, I know when they say high intensity, it's how many times a week and for how long sure so four times a week for four weeks in one hour each session so a total mm-hmm. of 16 sessions 16 mm-hmm. hours with carryover every day mm-hmm. and we need them committed to do that so yes, they can see sure. the improvement mm-hmm. okay. for sure. so give us an example of someone you've had recently and the the outcome and what did that patient think sure so i had an elderly lady that came for therapy and just had an incredible work ethic and she made some significant improvements um one of the things that she had the most difficulty with was uh, what we call freezing so most of the not all of Parkinson's patients, but many of them will experience what we call freezing. So um, where they're walking um, and they just get stuck. They can't take that next step or they go to turn or they walk through a doorway or over a threshold and they get stuck there. Um, and that was one of the biggest things that we worked on with some techniques to say one, two, three step, you know, just to get that, that cycling through their mind to be able to step when they want to step and not get stuck. Before we started, she said that she would get stuck and she got stuck in a parking lot one day trying to go into a store and just could not get in. And so um, that went from, you know, uh, freezing for maybe a minute of being stuck standing in that one position to, you know, she would uh, have a cue of big step ready, set, go, or some kind of verbal cue that she would go through in her mind that would help her to take that step to, you know, from a minute to maybe just two or three seconds. Um, and the goal is to try to get that to where we don't freeze at all. We can walk and do normal. Uh, but that was one of the, the ones that really stands out in my mind. That's amazing. That is amazing. What about in the speech side? I've had I've had a few. Um, they ha- they've all done really great progress um, with the loud program. The one I'm thinking of, she came in and she had a lot of, of stuttering. There was there was stuttering, and she would talk really fast. Um, and she also had that quiet voice, and so it was hard for her. And she loved to go to McDonald's with her husband and with her friends, but she felt like she couldn't talk, and that. It was hard for other people to understand her. So with the loud program, she was able to reduce that rate of speech. I could understand her 100% of the time. That vocal quality increased. She loved the voice, and her crush was Blake Shelton. And so I got pictures of Blake Shelton, and she would sing her heart out <laughs> to get that good vocal quality. Yeah. So we, we try to, like, that's another thing. With our patients, we find what's motivating them. For the loud, you know, they feel like they can't talk to their family. So being able to call their grandson or granddaughter and be able to talk to them, um, those are the things that we kind of work on just finding out that motivator mm-hmm. to improve. 
That's one thing that I've noticed with any person that I know that works at Sports Plus is like when they're taking care of their patients, it's not like a one size fits all program. You know, you find the patients who have, oh, Blake, Blake Shelton's my motivation or <laughs> Beyonce is my motivation. You know, yeah, it, yeah. it's as weird of an example as that might be, it's very specific to the patient mm-hmm. that you're working with and it's very specific to those people that you essentially try to incorporate into your own family Mm -hmm. because you want it to be like a family environment and you're doing that Mm -hmm. and that's that's really cool we are very proud that our therapists go beyond just being a therapist and doing a daily routine and being complacent they take the time and and a lot of this they pull out the evaluation Mm -hmm. so when you come in and they are talking to you for that first visit what they're doing is finding out your likes your dislikes what's your limits what's going on with your body uh, it may seem like we're asking you way too many personal questions, mm-hmm. but what it's doing is loading these therapists with the right information on how to take care of you. And that is one blessings we have with our Sports Plus therapists. Uh, I, I brag on you guys all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so we've had great responses with our Parkinson's. Mm-hmm. And the reason we're doing this podcast is we want people to realize that we have People out there that are certified that have set through this and the LSVT program is very specific on who can apply and who can't. Mm-hmm. So again, we are truly, truly blessed that several of our locations have this. But if you're listening in the Northwest Tennessee area, we want you to know that it is right here at your fingertips and there's no reason to be embarrassed. Come on in and can we go ahead and have a self-referral if the doctor's not sending them to us? Because this is something I personally am working on with physicians to understand. We have therapists mm-hmm. to help them and that some doctors are a little slower to refer, but it's getting better. But are they able to self-refer their self and come in and then we work with that doctor? I mean, I think we could. Yeah, for sure. It depends on insurance. And um, yeah. we can. if you have questions about that, you can always call. We have our, our front office staff is great at knowing who can be a, a direct access patient and how that process works. The, the referral can come from your neurologist. It can come from your primary care physician, mm-hmm. a nurse practitioner. You know, that that's all fine. And if you have questions, we love to talk to patients about mm-hmm. that, too, because a lot of times people are, are they have questions about this. They see the, mm-hmm. the videos online sure. or the the commercials, you know, and, and mm-hmm. there are a ton of good treatment options out for Parkinson's disease. There's a ton of research. This has been going on since 1987 when Dr. Lorraine Remig uh, founded the program when she saw Miss mm-hmm. Lee Silverman, and that's kind of where it started. So it's it's over 25 years of, of good quality mm-hmm. research that's gone into, especially the, the uh, loud component. That's where it started, mm-hmm. but then um, even in 2010, there was a, a great article that talked about the um, efficacy of the big program. So it's been around for a long time. A lot of research-based evidence mm-hmm. behind the program. And, you know, a question that people would ask, well, why can't I just go to physical therapy? Mm-hmm. And you definitely will make some improvements. There are some key components to the big program in the loud program that I think are, are really, really important. And you may or may not get just by going to any physical therapy clinic. Amplitude of movement. So making really big movements is key. All the components of the big and loud program are really specifically catered mm-hmm. to the Parkinson's disease patient. All of the components are specifically designed for the Parkinson's patient. So um, it's it's really a program that I think is, is above and beyond most all of the other. LSBT program is definitely one of the best ways to kind of uh, regain that functional mobility. Um, and there's a lot of research for that. Is there anything else before we end our podcast that you guys would like to touch base on that 
we need to discuss and make sure everyone understands it. With the loud and big, we, we do recommend uh, follow-up appointments to make sure that they keep those skills and we're not regressing or losing those skills because it is a progressive disorder. We want to make sure that they're still functioning as well as they can be. So kind of like when you go to a dentist, it is recommended you know, to go to the dentist every six months you know, to make sure everything is okay. Well, same thing with us. Um, We recommend a follow-up every six months Mm -hmm. just to make sure. And sometimes we might have to do just a couple of sessions just to, you know, remember, you know, recall all that information and then they're fine. And then we we touch base again. So that is awesome to know that we're not just, we don't just leave you. Thank you. That that is awesome. And want the, the patients to know, please, please call if you are feeling or a family member sees it. It's, I wouldn't say regression because it's progressive disease, mm-hmm. but we've noticed and it's taking over more mm-hmm. that we can still come back in here and get a refresher and mm-hmm. get that brain to thinking again. Yes. If I was a patient, what would the number be for me to call? So you can reach us at uh, 731-286-1115, and that's us here at Sports Plus in Dyersburg. Okay, mm-hmm. and in the description of this podcast, I'll also link the Sports Plus page to the West Tennessee Healthcare website. So if you have additional questions, you can check that page out as well. Well, you guys are doing the Lord's work. Thank you for what you do, uh, making Dyersburg a great place to live and uh, receive health care. People out there, remember that you don't have to go to bigger cities to get physical therapy help. You have it right here in Dyersburg. There are 14 different locations in West Tennessee for Sports Plus, so if you ever have any questions, you can check any of them out. They will all be very helpful. Thank you all so much, and this has been another episode of We Talk Health. We have 14 convenient locations to serve you, so if you're experiencing any type of pain or if you just have a simple question, you'd like to give us a call, you can call us at 800-427-0957. We have five in Madison County. That would be our Sports Plus North, South, our Sports Plus Aqua Therapies, Lift Therapy, and Work Plus Rehab. Uh, Yes, Lift Therapy is part of our Sports Plus, so keep that in mind as well. If you also are living outside of the Jackson area, we have Sports Plus Alamo, Brownsville, Dyersburg, Henderson, Humboldt, Lexington, Medina, Milan, and Trenton. So if you are living in West Tennessee, we have 14 convenient locations for you.